We got John Sanders um, on Can't Knock This. So John Sanders is by far the top solar rep in the entire industry. Um, so excited to have you on the show, Can't Knock This. And um, I'm excited Thank you. To, yeah. It's Exciting. This what a is platform. Fun. I know. Awesome. We're excited. So uh, yeah. let's dive into this. You uh, Tell us a little bit it. about how you got started and when you got started and that journey. Dude, it starts in 1996, and that's not a, uh, a typo hearing. That, that is really 1996. Most of you guys were probably 2006. not even born, <laughs> yeah. right? I was six. You like a, Just throwing that out you there. like two? I was six. Oh, my gosh. Well, I tell you, when I was in college, you couldn't get a, away from the door-to-door. -door. It was like I came home from a Mormon mission, and you just get bombarded by door-to-door uh, -door companies. Come out and sell pest control. Come make, uh, you know, twelve to 14000 in a summer or so. There's three big ones. We had uh, Eclipse Marketing, SalesNet, and Apex. And you had to choose one of those three. So the first summer, my buddies went before me because I didn't really want to dive into it to get out of here. So I, I went uh, at the end of July, and I came home in August with 16000 bucks. So I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. And then the next summer, I got recruited out to North Carolina and sold 550 pest control accounts, which was 60 grand, which is really not that much. But back then, back then, more. that's like 100 grand. The commissions know. were like a joke back then. Yeah, I'm like, back it, back then, that would, that would that's like equivalent be, to like 300 grand. grand really. Yeah, I mean, 100. I mean, they, they paid us peanuts back then. And then the third year, I probably got a better deal with Apex, you know. They, I, I sold 755, but that was 90 grand. And then I'm in school to be a doctor. In fact, I got accepted to school out in San Francisco. I'm married and I'm selling my, my uh, fiance, hey, I'm going to be a doctor. Come marry me. And then all of a sudden I make all this money. I'm like, you know what? Forget the school. I'm done. I'm the door knocker. I'm going to work four months out of the year, take eight off. And so. You know, I've been doing it ever since, man. Have you made more than so, a lot of doctors, you think? Who knows, man? There's some specialists that probably just rank it in there. So, but I've had some good years, man. I've had some good ones. Okay, so it's you did. Fun. So you told me you did around 12,000 pest control accounts. I don't know if I've met anybody that's done that much. And well, 15 years, you, you're going to sell a lot. Yeah. Right? I know there's guys that have sold more in a summer, but I am like, you can depend on me. I, I'm consistent. You're the consistent, you know? steady. So, how was that? Hey, yeah, how, how was that? Let me let me ask you this. How was that working with Todd Peterson back at Apex Pest Control? Um, like when he first started. I mean, how many guys dude, did you have? I mean, he had. He's probably the smallest out of the three, and and when you kind of heard like which ones to go to. It was always like Eclipse is more professional. Eclipse is more professional. It's funny, but back then, Apex was going to be just a massive conglomerate. Like, I wish I would have known. I would have paid, dude. Yeah, I'd have box seats at the jazz games every, every night. You know, it's like, but I went and ventured on my own. So in pest control, it's so easy to start your own. All you need is a, a $200 uh, spray can. And, and you're good to go. So we started one in Vegas, me and my buddy. Then we extended that to California, Texas. I did another one in Vegas. 
uh, and then we would just kind of build them up and sell them to just whoever wanted to buy them. So then you got. And then it got to the point where. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was gonna kind of transition there, but you go on. Um. Well, it just got to the point where pest control. Um. You know, it was pretty hammered, and, and it seemed like we were competing a lot with pecs, and they just had a lot more money than the pest control guys because pest control. You know, we had to get so big and then we'd sell it where they just, I don't know, they just seemed like we can't really compete. They had the big buildings and the billboards and they're throwing these crazy signing bonuses. And then finally my buddy's like, hey, you know what? Vivint is doing some solar thing. And I did a meeting and bam, I was sold on that concept. So so most, most pest control guys, and this is interesting because most pest control guys the reason why they do pest control is because it's easier than alarms, right? And so they get this, like, I just like making quick sales, this and that. And then they get scared to kind of go into alarms or go into solar because it's like, oh, that's like a bigger deal. And that's like a slower process. You don't sell as many, so I'm not going to have as much confidence. I guess, did that kind of go through your brain, switching from, like, pest to solar? or Not really. Not at all. Because, well, number one, I was basically the first sales rep. So by the time I got to solar... It was October of uh, 2011, okay? And all the reps that had started with with solar, I think they probably had like maybe 40 during the summer. They'd all left. Bad, bad experience. Where'd you start? Jersey. So Jeremy Long was there like two weeks before me. Dan Reed was there like two weeks before me. And I remember Jeremy Long. This was my training, and I'm not kidding. Like I got there. He's like, here's the contract. South is that way. That's where the panels go. And he dropped me off. But I thought the concept <laughs> it's like was so solar. cool. It was like free, okay? And he did, and he had sold a lot on a certain street. And I was like, man, okay, this looks pretty cool. This looks like you can sell a lot. So I instantly, like, I just hit the ground running. Like, well, they told me, number one, Jeremy's like, hey, uh, don't try to close anybody on the first day. Just set up appointments. So I started doing that for a couple hours, and, and then people would, they weren't showing up for their appointments, you know? So the next day I'm like, dude, forget appointment setting. I'm just going to go close them. Okay. So I just closed them the first day within like, I think my fourth day I did eight, which was, which is a big deal. People were freaking out with like eight, eight in a day, and eight, like, uh, you know, back then it was called sales. We had sales and installs, but eight was a big day because you got, you had to sign the contract. You had to go through that pre-install survey they did. Um, and I was doing, I don't know, quite a bit, uh, almost like pest control numbers, you know? So I never, I was, I never really got to the point where I really wanted to close the deals because with pest control, it's quick and easy and you never want to see your pest control customers again. Cause what if they have crickets? What if they got spiders? Like you say, Hey, I, you know, so it's mm-hmm. like you learn to close them and then you never see them. So I tell people when I'm with solar, Hey, you're never going to see me again. I got the project manager. He's coming behind me the next day. He's going to show you the CAD. You're going to sign off on it. Nice meeting you, and, and bam, I'm gone. So I'm, I'm pretty quick. I don't really establish relationships with them. Um, I don't ask for referrals. Um, I just knock. Here, I tilt, just your, accounts. tilt your camera down a little bit. Your face is kind of in the bottom. All right, there you go. Um, that's better. Yeah. Um, okay, so you just you just knock. That better? You don't. Yeah, that's better. So you don't. You don't even. You just go. You don't think there's no relationship with them. I'll say this is. I'll I'll be as uh, charming as I need to be, 
but it's not like I'm like, if I see something on the wall, I'm not small talk at all. You know, I, 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 you know the numbers are going to sell them, not me. I just want to create the account. And, and that's where all the money is. You know, you want to keep your pipeline going. So plus in the beginning, I mean, the savings were so bad in the beginning because the utilities were a lot cheaper, right? So we were saving them relatively nothing. So you almost didn't even want to present that CAD, you know, and go over savings. So there was some dude hanging out at our apartment. And finally, I'm like, hey, dude, you want to go drop off this CAD and see if these guys want to do it? And that turned into a full-time gig with this guy where he was just signing people up for me, but I was doing all the creating. You know, that's the hard work, you know. So, so how do you... Was just, How'd you guys split pay? How'd you, I mean, how'd you guys work that oh, out? Oh, I was paying him like peanuts, man. I was paying like 10 bucks an hour, you know. Oh, you just said, so, hey, I'm going to hire you as my project manager. I just need you to go do paperwork. and. Listen, I need you to go grab a utility bill if I need one. If I need a permit sign, go sign it. All the stuff that I didn't want to do, he did. Worth your money? Okay? And that was that was five years ago. He still works for me, dude. Really? He's probably going to be watching this podcast, yeah. So he's followed me. And then, but he's not my closer. Now I'm kind of sophisticated enough where I have a closer. Uh, but usually what I do is I'll go to the manager. I'll say, listen, who do you have in there that just hates to knock that wants to make a couple extra bucks? And then, um, you know, they'll, they'll refer me a couple of their sales guys to, so, to close them. So, just, so, so let's, let's rewind to that. Who, yeah. who in your office hates to knock, but wants to make a couple bucks. So at the end of the day, it's, who, who makes more money? Dude, my closers are now making like over a hundred grand a year, dude. Like, um, so it's not, it's not a bad gig and they just show up. I mean, it basically closes itself. That's how I look at it. Right. I think the hardest part is really the first eight seconds in solar, man. If you can get past that, uh, first eight seconds where they understand the concept, I mean, it really sells itself. I mean, it's free. It saves the money. It's clean energy. I mean, everybody should do it. So, but it's just, when it sounds too good to be true, that that's a tough sell. That, you know, so once you overcome that, like, what's there to really close? I mean, so I never really put that much energy in closing. It, it's funny, like, I've done over a thousand installs, and I'm not lying. I think I've maybe closed two or three of those one thousand. So literally, you, so you've done over a thousand installs. How many people do you think in solar could say that? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody in Germany that can probably say that. <laughs> I'm sure right. a company. I'm sure some I'm sure. small. I'm sure some company could say a thousand, maybe like the whole company combined. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, here's the thing: is like I don't even feel I've really hit my stride yet. You know, solar is so market. Like it just changes like the weather. You, you know what I mean? It's like, and, and I got the pest control mentality where it's like, okay, four months. I want to go see a different part of uh, the U.S. So I travel. I, I've sold, man, I think I've sold in every solar market for sure. I, it, with Vivint, like I, I've probably been in 30 different offices out of their, what do they have, like 70 or something. And for you. So I'm all over the map. And, and, and for you, it kind of works. It's like you bring your little crew and they just go with you and you tag team it. And you're not even caring about referrals yeah. and pipelines and follow-ups. And no. I go in, like, boom, boom, boom. So what's your what's your, uh, what's your your biggest week or biggest month? Um, yeah. So what... I kind of look at it like in sales, you know? like Because there's the sales and then the installs. I mean, installs, you know, I've done over 1,000. Uh, I think like 80 and a quarter. But, like, I like I like to close them. Like, I feel like when on the door, 
you know, that's where I get the rush. So I've done like, I think 11 or 12 in a day and I've done 50 plus twice. I did 54 one week and 53. Those were back to back weeks. That's tough. That's 50, tough to do. 50 back to back. So 102 weeks closed, like signed contract. Sign contract, LOI. do the pre-install survey. You, you know, you, it takes like 45 minutes. Yeah, it's not just like, so, hey, let me get your bill and set up another time and come back. This is like 45 no, minutes. These are like, 50... these are like signed PPAs. Yeah. But it's not like installs, right? And then what happens is you said roll the truck out. You know, the, the risk going to be bad. Uh, you know, they're going to change their mind. They're going to move. You so know, let's see. You can't so get a hold what, of them. Well, I'm sure you know your numbers. What percent of those do you think got installed? You know, I, I'm, I'm the worst in the industry, I'm sure, probably. I think I probably have um, 75% probably cancel. But, but when, when you, you do sell, 50, you don't, I mean, yeah, you don't care. Yeah. I think I, I think, uh, someone told me I had like 27 or something of those get installed that week. Uh, those are pretty good ones, but you know, typically, and but I, do still, travel a lot, I mean, tw- so I tw- a lot on the pipeline, but like, but like who can say they did 27 installed generated in one week? Like that's insane. Yeah, that's pretty insane. So uh, it's, it's been fun, man. Like, um, I just love solar because, you know, pest control is fun. I like it. Uh, but it's like, you can only sell to so much of the demographic, right? There's going to be just people who don't have money. There's going to be people that already have a bug guy that are just, they love them. There's going to be people who do it themselves, but realistically, there's nothing someone can say that can get you off the doorstep, right? Because it's for every demographic, you know, everyone needs power. Everybody wants to save money. You know, it's not like they create their own energy. So there's nothing they can really say. That's why I really like it because it's the test of a true sales guy. Like if you hear a no, it doesn't, you know, it's just so easy to overcome those where it almost gets them pissed off a lot of times. <laughs> Cause I they're like, people they're say, like trying to say, what do no. I got to say to get you off my doorstep? And, and they just get mad a lot of times, you know, so, but I'm pretty subtle. You know, I'm, I'm tactful. I'll, I'll, um, you know, it's just challenging. You know, each market's different too. Like, um, but solar's, it's, uh, for door to door, it's my favorite just because I think it's for everybody. Right. So, uh, what's been your favorite market? Hawaii by far, bar none. I love Hawaii. You save them the most money. It's probably hit the most, which I don't really mind. Because, you know, a lot of them were warmed up, you know what I mean? It's like they said no, but they didn't really know why they're saying no. So if you follow up, yeah, some of them are pretty easy. Uh, and plus it's Hawaii. I mean, you know, I love knocking, yeah. staring at the ocean. It's so nice. You're knocking in your sandals. So I was there for a year in Oahu, a year in Maui, and I'm, I'm, I'm heading back here pretty quick. That's honest. awesome. So, so let me ask you, so what do you feel like your biggest success has been over the 21 years you've been in door-to-door? Well, I, here's the thing is like, I've always been consistent. I, I found like a lot of my friends were really good and they made their money and all of a sudden they took like a year, maybe two years, maybe even three years off and then they spend all their money. And then what they do is they try to get back into the door-to-door and they fail miserably. Like they just can't do it. So I've been really good where I just never took any time off. You know, I mean, I'll go on vacations, but I just don't like take days off that aren't planned. Right. Like I don't think I ever have. So I've always been pretty consistent where I think that's helped. Right. Like door to door is tough, 
So if you just treat it like it's your career, your job, and okay, you got to work six days a week, but you take a couple weeks for vacation or whatever. I, I've just never taken time off, so, ever. So at what point in your career did you finally come to the senses of, oh, I'm 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 not doing this to get through med school. I'm I'm this is my job. Like I'm I'm a door to door guy. It was it was pretty quick, man. It was like you know, really my third summer. I knew I was I was pretty pretty much hooked. And you, you know, know, I love sales. I mean, sales make the most money. It doesn't matter. You can make you know, sell. I mean, uh, as much money selling knives, computer software. I don't think it really matters. I just think like the door to door. It's just you get so many opportunities. You know, like. Say you go sell cars. I mean, you're maybe going to get one or two chances a day. I mean, dude, are you kidding? We got as many as we want, you know, so you, it, the potential is just so much more. I mean, if there's a better sales job, I'm taking it, right? I'm always looking for some, the, the best, but I haven't seen it. I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of successful people in the door-to-door. Um, I think it's now cool, man. I think I'm proud to say, hey, man, I'm a professional door knocker. People know, it's like, dude, you must make bank, dude. You're a professional door knocker. Dang. That's awesome. So, so let me ask you this. Um, yeah. Let's let's touch on that. You said simply, I could take other sales jobs, but the, the the issue is I maybe have one or two good opportunities a day, or I'm reliant on somebody else giving me leads, or you know, at the end of the day, your mentality it sounds like it's dude. There's a million doors out there. Yeah, so, I mean that's why I like it, man. It's like. If you screw up at one house, it's not going to ruin your day. Like, you know, if you have a lay down and you're selling cars and all of a sudden you make a mistake or something and bam, that just costs you your whole day's wage. But dude, who cares? You're, you just go right to the next neighbor. You know, so there's so much opportunities to get better and get better. Um, you know, it's, it is what it is, man. Like uh, I just have a set schedule. I pretty much, it's just habit now. You, you know what I mean? If, if I don't, follow my schedule i actually feel like weird so what is i mean if it yeah let's go let's go into the daily schedule what does your set schedule look like so i start knocking by you know if it's summertime i just want to make sure i get a solid six hours knocking right but but knocking you know so i usually start knocking around noon because that's pretty safe and i like to get my sales early because once i get a few sales under my belt i just feel like my day's a little bit better so I never, and that's kind of the myth in door-to-door is like, well, dude, you're just going to hand out flyers. I hear that all the time. But it's funny because Vivint tracks, like, your sales from when you sold them. And if you look at mine, like, it's it's the same. Like, 12 o'clock is the same as 6 o'clock. You know, because I'm pretty, um, uh, like, articulate on where I knock. I look for cars. I look for, you know, uh, signs that people are home. So I, I, it doesn't really slow me down. But I start at noon. I'll go hard for like uh, till, you know, four o'clock. I'll, I'll take like a lunch, and then um, I'll knock till dark. I don't like knocking too much after dark, just because you know I feel it's kind of rude. You know, these people want to get kids to bed. But usually, like in the summer, like eight o'clock, you know, I'll go till eight usually. So now the winter, I'll start earlier though. I'll start like you know sometimes as early as ten, ten uh, thirty. Uh, so and I'll knock usually. I'll try and get like one sale after dark. Because it gets dark, you know, five o'clock. So usually at six o'clock, six thirty, I'll take off. So how many do you average? How many sales do you average per day on average? Well, sales, you know, like uh, not in sales, but sales. You know, I'll do like uh, uh, four to five on average. You know, 
it's changed, you know, because Vivint's changed the structure where it's actually pretty much, it's easier to create accounts than it used to be. So now I'm finding out I can do like eight or nine a lot easier, but they're not as solid, I, I don't think, like uh, when we had to get them signed the PPA, you know. Um, so, you know. That's awesome. But I eight or nine, do, I mean, like you literally. Yeah, I'd say four to five. Cool. And so how many days a week do you work or knock? Well, I do six, unfortunately, like, and I'm not proud of that. Like, no, I, I mean... have been telling myself I got to take Saturdays off. And when I went from Maui to Philadelphia, I told my wife, I was like, listen, I'm taking Saturdays off. And she was stoked. And I didn't take one Saturday off. I don't know why. I just can't do it. You know? So... But I'd like to. I mean, I'm at the point where I should. I'm at the point where I should kind of tone it down a little, but I haven't toned it down. What what problem. stopped you? What stopped you from toning it down? Like what? Why? Do, don't know. How do you? How I do you just stay freaking? It's competition. It's, it's com- competition. That's the problem. It's like I got to be not only the best. I got to be double the best. So right? who is the next? I mean, closest? I just want to just kill the competition. Who, who's the next closest so, to you? Oh man, I mean, there's some good ones out there. You know. Brian Brooker is awesome. Dave Nance. I mean, there's so many good ones out there. And I'm sure, you know, I'm all talked to. I'm sure, like, there's better solar reps. I just like I just like to talk a big game. But, you know, it's, I've been done a long time. I am good. I, I work hard. Um, but the- and I'm actually pretty good sales guy. Like, when you – and I'm consistent. So if you're consistent, you work hard. And you're a good sales guy. I mean, mathematically, you're just gonna sell a lot. So how many days? Yeah. How many days vacation? You said you have. You don't take a day off. You work six days I've, a week. You you are just a freaking machine. Twelve to dark every day, six days a week. So what? You said the only time you won't do that is if it's a planned vacation. So how do you schedule that? Well, you know, they will do their uh, their their week vacation. Uh, so I'll do that one. I'll usually take a family, a spring break vacation, uh, and I'll take uh, Christmas. And that's it. Like, and that's a lot, I guess. You know, it's three weeks. Uh, but I, I don't ever miss a day. I don't. Like, I do. If I have an errand to do, I'll do it in the morning or I'll do it at night. You know, like, I really don't screw around. Like, if it's light out, I want to be knocking you know, I just, you know, a lot of it's just dollar signs. I just want to make as much money as I can because you never know. I mean, it's good now, but it could be bad later. Uh, you just want to, I just motivated by money. My wife's motivated by money. So she's totally fine. Me working these hours. Um, I miss, you know, 80% of my kids' ball games. you know. Uh, so you sacrifice a lot. But, you know, my kids, they love Vivint. They, they love the lifestyle. You know, every summer... Uh, we pick up and we go somewhere, you know, so they've been all over the U.S., they've been all over the world. Uh, they love all the, you know, the um, the things I win. You know, I've won two Harleys. I've won multiple vacations. I won a Super Bowl trip. Um, so they love it. You know, they, they some of them are saying, hey, Dad, I want to grow up and work for Vivint. I'm like, oh, no, you go to school. <laughs> You're not doing this. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, so- yeah, I'm working hard so they can – you know, I'll pay for their education and that. What, what do you, why do you, why do you say that though? Like, let me, let me ask you this. Like, well, what, yeah. What, why do you say tough. that? I mean, door to door is tough. Okay. I mean, that's why, 
you know, how many people can really do this? I mean, realistically. I mean, I've done this for, was it 20, 21 years? But I think I'm the only one. And I'm not bragging. I just think I'm the only one. I, I don't. Do you know someone who's knocked consistently for 21 years? Not like you have. Six days a week. Like no, I really don't around, think. Like, I mean, no, I really I do solar. Like, all the good ones, they get management jobs, right? I mean, they, they bust their butt for three, four years, and then they got a nice job recruiting or whatever. I've just uh, never really aspired to leadership. I kind of learned, like, in my pest control days, it's like, listen, if you rely on other people to make your money, that's not going to work long term, right? It has for some people, but not for me. Like, I would spend eight months recruiting, and then I'd get them in the summer, and then I would outsell everybody I recruited. And I'm like, why did I waste eight months recruiting these, these guys when I could have just knocked and I would have made triple the money. The temptation so I've never really, really aspired to like these management jobs that other has. So, you know, um, and a lot of people, I hear that all the time. They're like, dude, why am I managing? I could be making more money selling. I, I'm going to do your model. But my model's so, tough, man. You got to have, like, you got to be, now it's habit, right? Like, yeah. there's nothing that uh, I've ever heard. There's nothing that, that uh, gets me off my game. Like, I don't really have a bad day. I really, I don't have bad days. So, like a bad week, forget it. Like, he, he, here's an interesting question. So, I've the, never came home with zero. Let's put it that way. Because if you put in six hours and you really try, you're just going to stumble into two. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I've ever even got less than two. To That's be honest. crazy. That's I mean, it's just I can't think. It's it's two, the compound effect. Like, I'm throwing my clipboard uh, at my car when I see it. That's how mad I am if I get two for the day. So there's two there's you know, two kind of questions that kind of pop in my head as you talk. The first one kind of goes back to you never really aspiring to be the VP, the manager, the the regional, whatever. Um, Maslow Maslow's hierarchy of needs. One of them is growth and expansion. That's actually really high up there. Where do you feel like you've had growth and expansion in your career kind of taking a different route than a lot of people desire. How do you feel like you've seen growth? Well, I, I've kind of seen it like I mentioned earlier. It's like, listen, if times get tough, I mean, I'll make it. You know what I mean? Because I've been through a recession, you know, going door to door. Try selling pest control during a recession. That's the first bill to go, <laughs> right? They canceled the bug guy. I, I made it, man. I did it. My sales were fine. You know, so... I just figure it's like, man, I, I always can uh, fall back on my my talent of, of selling, right? But, you know, recruiting may get tough. You know what I mean? Who knows? Like, uh, so, so what have you done? I, again, I just want to rely on myself, you know. So, But I know there's it's probably not the most potential. Like, obviously, the recruiters do make a ton of money, and they should. But at the end of the um, day, you've, you've made a, a heck of a lot of money. And so, so let me ask you this. What do you do to kind of – seek higher education, improve yourself? Do you have any type of books you read or study, like podcasts? What do you, I mean, what do you do to kind of keep yeah, yourself? Yeah, this will kind of surprise you too. Like, I didn't read my first sales book until Vivint made me do it. <laughs> like, you had to read a book with competitions, and that's the honest truth. No, and then it's... when they stopped uh, the reading the books for competition, I haven't read a book since. So I, I really don't read sales books. Like, I have read them because of those competitions. Uh, I read one by Grant Cardone, Seller Be Sold. And I could have swore to you, I wrote that book. Like, when I read it, <laughs> everything he said and everything I do, it was, it was amazing. Um, so I read I, The Compound Effect. I really love that one. And, and, I, and, again, that's all about consistency, right? 
So, I mean, I think that's kind of my, been my biggest advantage over people is I don't quit ever. Like tonight, I had the urge to quit. And I promise you when I got, it was getting dark, my very last house, the person's like, yep, I want it. And so does my neighbor. I got two when it was dark. I mean, that, that it just happens. It just shows you. It's like, if you just put in the hours, it's just, you're, it's just mathematically proven you're going to be successful. If you have some skill, but you know, your skill gets better and better and better as the more people you talk to. Right. So, fair, so, so fair to I say, I mean, think of it this way. I talk to so many people every day, so I have to be good, right? Yeah, like, it's how like can I not be good. You have I, the ten thousand hour rule. You kind of laugh at. You just like, no, I'm at the hundred thousand hour rule. I'm at the. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, even know how many hours, but yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it literally is ridiculous. Um, and I remember my first summer. Okay, I literally remember. This is funny. I was like, dude, because I did well. Like I, I, the manager, I did a hundred and something my first summer. It was it was the, only one month though. It was just over a month. And he's like, dude, you're natural. He's like, come out next summer. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not coming out. Are you kidding? But I came out, and once you get sucked in, you're not getting out. <laughs> it's, the, it's heroin. Like, it's the drug. You're not getting out, dude. It was like, I mean, it's too fun. Like, now it's like sales is so fun for me. It's like, so imagine, like, your best days, like, when you get, like, uh, you did alarm, right? Yeah. So, say, five. You know, it's like, dude, you're on such a high, right? You come home and you're, man, imagine that every day, dude. That's kind of how it is. Like, I get these highs. Closing is a drug, right? It's it's some type of adrenaline rush when you close people. So I I literally love it, man. Like, I close one, bam, I want to start knocking again. You know, like, at the end of the day when I'm driving home, I literally go through almost like withdrawals. Like, I want to start knocking again. It's very weird. You know? That's cool. So, so you've almost created maybe an addiction. Maybe if I was only getting to... one a day, but you know, if you're getting five or six or whatever a day, it's like, see, pest control was nice that way because five was bad in pest control, right? And I think I kind of took that mentality where alarm reps came. There was a lot more alarm reps than pest control, but alarm, they get two, they go home, right? Uh, pest control, we get five and eight and go home. So I just had it in my mind, I was like, dude, I'm getting eight. I'm getting, you know, so I never, I've never left. I can hear some people like, dude, I got two. I'm out of here. I'm like, dude, I got two. I'm, I'm just getting going. You know what I mean? Like I would so, never stop. So do you find that, uh, do you find that, do you find that very common in solar? Oh yeah. People get their two and they're gone all the time. Um, all the time. Yeah. I mean, you've been around. Which is fine. Which is fine. Cause you have to have a life. Here's the problem is I got no balance. I got no balance. I got work. And I got family, and that's it. I don't have any hobbies. I don't play golf. Um, I got friends, but I don't really see them. You know, I go to church on Sunday, but I don't do, you know, I'm just, I'm really focused on sales, you know. And I think eventually, and I started thinking about this lately, and this might sound weird to you, but eventually, as soon as my kid, my youngest kid is um, nine, okay, when he's 18, I'm kicking him out of the house, okay? And then me and my wife are going on a mission, and I'm going to take these skills that I learned on the doors. (laughs) President President Sanders. I'm going to pick, like, Peru. I speak Spanish. I'm going to pick something where I can just, like, just unlimited doors to knock, and I'm just going to kill it. I'm just going to break all sorts of records. For, like, senior missionary. 
the senior mission, what? the senior missionary couple Sanders. Go, what? <laughs> what the heck? He's out selling the whole mission. Oh, the whole mission. Yeah. He's like, he, wait, Elder Sanders. I got this down to a science. You know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm I, just gonna like create the the lead. I'll I thought have the my si- wife and <laughs> some other people close them. I'll be getting uh, members to help me uh, fellowship them. I mean, I'm just gonna like just. Bam! Just nothing but uh, door knocking. I thought senior couples just kind of hang out and like just kind of like go serve in the. I just church. figure yeah, it's like, like listen, I've already just done grind. it for long, right? Like Twenty-one years. President Sanders, I love it. I, you know, I got I got to use that talent for something. You know, it's like so I figure it's like okay, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it out in the mission field to see what happens because. Me competing against some eighteen-year-old out in the field. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's not come even on. a fair fight. Not come a fair on. fight. Okay, so my dad's a mission president right now in New Jersey, actually. Um, Dude. And it's so funny. I've actually gone and trained the missionaries like five or six times since he's been out there, and it's been so fun knowing what I know now, going and giving trainings to these missionaries that are eighteen, nineteen, and I'm like. Guys, if you only had my experience, this would be a whole different game yeah. for you. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen because, you know, it, uh, we're getting older with Vivint. You know, so pretty soon, you know, you're going to get, like, Butterfield being called as the mission president, Todd Peterson. And bam, dude. That, and then they're going to get their sell, best sales reps out in the field. They're recruiting senior mission couple. Because we uh, literally, the door knocking Vivint, goddamn, better than anybody. Yep, I mean, it is unbelievable. Down. That's like funny. they push numbers out of people. You That's know what I mean? so funny. They make me want to work hard, and I are I already work hard. You know, so it's like that's impressive. Who knows? Who knows where it's gonna go the next level? But I just I kind of I thought that the other day. I was like, what am I gonna do when I'm done with my career? And I was like, just go preach the, makes, preach the gospel. You know what I mean? God that's God funny. has a calling for you. I like it. Okay, yeah. so let's dive into your doors. So obviously, you're master of sales. Tell me a little bit about your door door approach. I mean, has it been pretty much the same and you just kind of routine, bam, bam, well, bam? I don't hide the fact that I'm a sales guy. Like, I know a lot of people, hey, I'm the project manager. Uh, I'm like, dude, I'm here to sell you solar. I tell them right in the beginning, a lot of people don't want to have solar on the shirt. Dude, I'm the solar guy. So I let them know this is a sales call. I don't hide it. So, so I, don't, I don't use the PDA. Like, a lot of people like, hey, Mr. Johnson, and they shake their hand. I don't shake people's hand. I, I don't even know if I say hi to them. I just sound the solar guy, and uh, I just jump right into it. But um, I don't know. Yeah, That's so you're just kind of blunt. So, like, obviously you said you, earlier in the podcast, you're like, hey, I'm in Hawaii. Obviously, it's been hammered harder than any other market. And, you know, a lot of these reps, like, I'm in the markets, and people are like, oh, dude. They just told me, like, there's been, like, three or four solar guys that came by this year. And, uh, yeah, I, dude, it's just too tough. Like, everybody's been talked to. I mean, it sounds like you've probably dealt with that before. How do you deal with it? Yeah, I mean, I, that's a good sign to me because it's a reason why we're there. So if someone on the doors is like, dude, you're the fifth guy. It's like, well, of course I'm the fifth guy. It's like, you don't have solar. You live in Hawaii. It's like, dude, there's going to be five more after me until you do it. Have you ever asked yourself why so many people are knocking on your door? And then you just kind of get into it. And but so- I, I, I like it because, again, solar is – it's not going anywhere eventually everyone's gonna have solar so i i don't know i'm I'm, it's just easy to like be uh kind of pushy but in a nice way you know what i mean and i like to document a lot of stuff i don't carry ipads i just carry a lot of uh slicks you know those uh laminated and everything i i say i show them 
from a, an article in a magazine or a newspaper or a news report. So, so you laminate me, like you laminate a news report or you laminate an article saying here's like the mandate from the state, like and you hand it to yeah. them kind of thing. So you use yeah. kind of like props to where it gets them engaged. Oh yeah, I mean everything I say I have that is backed up by something. That's you know? cool. So you, and I and I don't really let them talk very much. You know, like I don't know if I've heard people say you got to get a dialogue, and it's like no, I don't really think so. If you get a dialogue going, the dialogue's gonna say I'm not interested. See you later. How long? So I, I don't really let them talk. I I I'll dominate that whole conversation, and if I want them to talk, I'll let them talk, question. but they won't even know I'm letting you know I'm I'm letting them talk. It's not on their own. Right? So so let me ask so you. So as this. long as you go ahead. No, let me. Uh... How much time do you spend on the door itself or and or transition inside? Like, what's kind of your ratio? Like, how often do you want to get inside? How much do you do on the door? Well, I'm, I'm, that's the alarm side of you saying inside the house. The you do pest, every... We don't go inside the house. So I don't, my goal is not to get inside their house. Your goal is so to say, let me sign you my right goal on the is door. I, I close them. I'll spend 45 minutes just talking. If there's a, a bench, I, I think a lot of times that can actually hurt you going inside the house. Because, dude, what if your house is a mess? Right? What if uh, they don't want you in the house? It's like, dude, you just lost a cell. So I, I just learned it's like, dude, they want to invite me in. Of course I'll go in, but I don't ever invite myself in. I just sell them right on the doorstep, um, just because I don't. A lot, a lot of people really they don't want you inside the house. They don't know you. So if you try to get in too early, you're gonna blow the cell. So, so I don't. Just... I don't transition in. I think that's more of a pest control thing. We just sell on the doorstep. Um, so, so how do you? Yeah, give me some of your. I'm gonna shoot you some objections. I want to hear kind of how you react. Um, okay. Hey, hey, man, we're just really not interested in solar. I say, well, yeah, of course you don't want to buy solar. It's too dang expensive. If I was going door to door selling solar, I'd get nowhere. This is completely different. Okay, and, well, man, I, I got him. So, so you just agree with them? I whatever they say, I usually just agree, and also, and then they pretty much forgot what their concern was anyway <laughs> i'm super busy you hear me? i'm super busy well i'll just say listen it's like but this is super important i wouldn't be knocking door if this wasn't wasn't important and so i'll just agree with them i'll say yeah i don't need much of your time either this is gonna take two seconds and then 30 minutes later i got him signed up right yeah so how much in depth do you go into it, you know, in that 30 minutes that you sell solar on a doorstep where I think a lot of the solar reps, they don't realize that a lot of it can just be right there on the doorstep. So like how much in depth do you go into, you know, net metering panels? Like what, what does your sale consist of? I never, yeah, I've never even brought up the mark of the panels. I never brought up the net meter. Cause I know people are like, Hey, did you get your meter switched? I was like, I don't do that. I'm really just going right to the heart of it, really, just the solar. I'm not hiding it. It's like, dude, solar's happening whether you do it or not. But your tax dollars are paying for everybody else's solar. You might as well jump on. And then I'll just go through. I, I use, like, uh, uh, Vivens brochures. There's, like, a checklist. I was like, listen, you don't need to make up your mind tonight. You just met me. But I was like, let us give you a proposal. If it makes sense, let's move forward. If it doesn't, then don't do it. You know, but I'll go in depth, and I'm, I always bring up the objections beforehand uh, of like the the escalator, the contract, uh, all that stuff. I'll just bring up in the pitch. By the time I'm said and done, like it's it's 45 minutes usually. Cool. And I would say I get I get in maybe one out of like uh, 10 miles. Not very many. I'll usually just do it. So let's say outside. somebody's like, "Hey, man." 
Um, I just want to, I just want to decide right now, like, can I just have some time to think about it? Like, let's say you went your 30 minutes and they give you more of an objection at the end. Like, well, I should probably well, just talk say, to my listen, wife. I'll say, listen, we're doing this on our cost. So I don't own the company. It's like, you know, our surveyors, you know, we pay them by the day. So if I got some surveyors sitting here, that's my job is I got to get these surveyors working. I was like, um, let's just get it done while we're here. Okay. Take look at the report. Okay, if you don't like it, let's don't do it. But we're here anyway. Let's just get it done. You know, so I'll just kind of say, so, I'll make it sense. Like, let's get it If done. it makes sense to him logically, like, hey, you're not paying for this. This is our cost. We're out here on our own nickel. I mean, you got to kind of be a little bit courteous with this. You know, if we go back and forth, I'll say, listen, if we have to go back and forth, I think it's super hard. I mean, we may come back here in like six months, but, you know, we're door to door. So we, we do door to door for a reason for like groups. We want to get our costs really down. You know, and plus I can't really go door to door like every week out here. People are going to start throwing rocks at me. So really we can, I can only do this maybe every six months. But now while we're here, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. You know, so everything's got to logically make sense, you know? So as long as they understand why it's got to be done today. And I just say it's cost. It's, it's, I don't own the company. I don't make the rules, but our trucks are here. Let's get it done. So it's kind of like, hey, you can. It, it, that's kind of the pest control mentality too. It's like that's kind of a pest man mentality. Yeah, that's cool. So like, you've kind of taken. We don't want to go back and forth. It's like that's ridiculous. We get stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah our trucks up. are already going to be here. doing theirs. It's like we're here. It's like you got a lot of sun on your roof. Okay, well let's do it then. Let's measure the sun. Let's see how much we can save you. Um, are you are you opposed to like saving money? Are you opposed like to solar energy? I mean, no one's really opposed to those things. So it's like, all right, well let's get it done. Cool. Um, okay. Um, anything else you'd want to share as far as selling and your, you know, what you feel is important for a sales guy? I have a few more questions. We're going to go into a lightning round at the end. Um, well, I just think like uh, people give up too easily on the doors, right? And, um, you know, you just have to take their objections and then just spin them around a little, you know, like make them a little dizzy and then, uh, make it make sense to them, back it up with slicks. I mean, you're a sales guy. You told them that. So it's like, they don't trust you. So, you know, if you have something documented, you know, they're just going to believe you. And I, and I network a lot of neighbors, like a lot of sales reps do. I say, listen, I'm really good at that. Uh, Cause you know, that's, that was the pest control way. But I just think a lot of people give up like on the first no, where they should, you know, because even if you, uh, do it two or three times and it doesn't go very well again it's door to door you're never going to see this guy again but you know when you're presented in that same situation you're you're better with experience right cool. so yeah. even though you didn't sell them you're still better off trying harder they probably just don't try hard enough yeah a lot of people and and i i would definitely agree with that it's when you think you should give up that's probably not when you should give up it's probably one or two more no's and then give up <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah i mean who cares it's like dude you, you're on. there to like learn even if uh, even if you didn't get any that day, like as long as you got past several no's, dude, the sales are coming, right? Like, yeah. dude, that's the first step. Get past. Everybody says no, right? I mean, there's very, very few laydowns, right? Yep. So it's like you earn, when you go door to door, you earn your sales. You earn your money, but, you know, you got to work hard. Yeah, 100%. Okay, we're going to move into the lightning round. So these are just super quick answers. Um, and just some rapid, rapid fired questions. Um, yeah. but before we jump into that, um, we hope to obviously see you at the, uh, door to door con at the, in November. Um, okay. so 
I uh, just, you know, want to invite you to that. And uh, Nice. For anybody that's listening to this podcast, just remember, November, we're going to be hosting the first and most epic year-round door-to-door um, conference that will be held every year at the end of the year. So I'm um, super excited. And we might actually tap into your brain if you do. Um, we do work something out. That would be awesome. Love it, man. Love it. Be um, cool. Okay, so let's shoot into this lightning round. So what makes okay. a, what makes a successful salesman? Um, consistency. I think that's probably the most important thing. Consistency. Because if you're not consistent, doesn't matter how good you are. So book the change. Book book the change your life. Uh, I mean, one of the three you've again, read. Again, like <laughs> I, I, I literally like a, a book has not even at all. In, there hasn't been one book other than like religious books that has even influenced my life. That's how Pass. little books are important to me. Like love it. Has no meaning to my life, but I'm not to say that. No, it's good. fun. It, it's so like, interesting. Not, I love it. I'm not condoning. Don't read books, but I don't. I'd rather listen to Dan Patrick on the way to work. People are like, dude, go. Dude, I'm. I like. I gotta like relax a little. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like on the drive out, I'm listening to sports podcasts. Love it. That's it. Cool. Okay. Craziest. Okay, so craziest thing that's happened to you on the doors. Dude, I've had my bouts of every I know, craziness right? on the doors. I mean, I've been pushed around by the husbands because, you know, the wives are so nice, but I can be pretty pushy, right? So, no, why don't you want it? Because I'm not interested. Why aren't you interested? And I'll send the husband, my wife says she's not interested. You know, so that happens, like, a lot to me. Uh, but anything, like, crazy, I've, just, like, weird, I've, I've seen funny. some crazy stuff, but I don't know. This podcast, I mean, there is one that's just crazy. This is crazy, crazy. Like, this is kind of funny. Yeah. But I in Hawaii, you know, you don't you, – some of these houses, you don't know where the front door to the back door is, right? And you have to, like, hunt for these houses. So I couldn't find the front door. So I'm going around the corner of the house through these bushes. And all of a sudden, there's these two teenagers just to uh, start engaging in something they should not engage in. And their faces and our faces hooked up. And that was the most awkward thing ever, dude. I literally stopped. So, so front door is probably and, between these bushes. So I'm going to go through Well, no. Bushes. I wasn't going through the backyard. <laughs> their parents were obviously gone. And... Luckily, I stopped it. I probably stopped a teenage pregnancy. That's I probably awesome. lived there for a reason. But I was the most crazy thing. I ran back out, and I and the guy, I went over across the street, and also the guy comes looking out like, who the heck was out there? But anyway, that was kind of crazy. I've been bit by dogs, pit bulls, That's all sorts of crazy cool. stuff. I, I know. I mean, I'm I've sure been yelled at. Got, I'm sure you have been down. Million. I mean. Okay, so let's, let's, let's keep going. So what what skill should every man salesman have? Skill? Yep. One skill. Um, well, uh, patience. Okay, what? Is that what a skill? Yep. That's, That's a very okay. good skill. What makes you happy? Sales. I love sales, man. Like, and, and I hate to say this, but, I mean, the happiest day of my life, I mean, is the day I sold 19 pest control accounts to this day. That was the happiest. And we're talking, don't tell my wife, but. That was the happiest man. <laughs> I I mean, I'll make crazy. sure she. I make sure she stops the podcast at like forty minutes. Uh, <laughs> but you know, sales make me happy. But you know, I like vacations. I like to travel. You know, I like. I mean, my, I like to go to my kids' games when I can. I mean, that's real fun. Um, no, just one but, thing. So favorite sales man. Favorite cereal. 
I don't eat cereal. Apple or Android? Apple. What do you do if you what would you do if you weren't a salesman? Take away sales, what do you do? I don't think I would have been a good doctor because I'm too smart. <laughs> I'm not smart enough. A, uh, I don't read books. I don't like I books, really but I'm supposed to go through med school somehow. That was a good combo. <laughs> yeah, I would have been a horrible doctor. But so what? Could, uh, so what? What? What could you? May, I, who knows? More missionary. I like it. Um, what? What gets you fired up if uh, if you're having a bad day and you're not feeling it? What gets you? What gets you back in the mood and fired up? Again, like I, I, I never get in a, I, I've seen it all, so it's hard to really get me off my game. Routine. I really don't have anything. I don't listen to music. I know some people like just jam music. I don't. Um, I don't know. I just want to get. Um, I really don't have anything. I, uh, I just, hey, I, I just work, man. Like, do you have a, do you have a weird uh, superstition? As if like, like I have a guy that wore the same shirt for two years in a row. Mine's if I don't have a hat on and you have my scooter, I don't sell. Like. Do you have a weird superstition? Um, yeah, I hate to wear the color white. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, I know a lot of sales guys wear white shirts. You can't wear white. And that, I cannot wear white, and I can't wear orange. I just hate that bright orange. Um, I have to wear the the charcoal colored uh, shirt. Okay. Um, and I have to have my slicks like. If I didn't have my slicks, I don't think I could sell one account. Yeah, so it's kind of your. It, it's like, uh, like it's your comfort. Cool. Um, yeah. What time? What time do you wake up? I wake up about nine to nine thirty. What time do you go to bed? About two. Wow. Okay, um, so I we gotta wrap this up because I try to keep these yeah. semi short. But one last thing, if you had one piece of advice, let's do it this way. I like this question better. Just because you've been in it so long, if now the 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 twenty one year old down the or twenty one year old version of you door knocker, if you could say one thing to the to the guy in nineteen ninety six that just started knocking, what would you tell that guy? Dang, oh, I would uh, I would say I should have stayed with. Apex? Are you kidding me? I could have stayed with Apex in the beginning. I left. That that would have been uh, the thing. But as far as like sales related, man, I would say um, that's a tough one. Um, I don't have a good answer for that. But yeah, but maybe I don't stick, know because stick. here's the thing: is like oh, it's always been easy for me. That's the problem. It's like I never really struggled in the sales, and I don't. I'm not trying to brag, but I just haven't. Like I don't have bad days. Like maybe a bad afternoon. So if I had a bad afternoon, hey, go grab a a, a nice lunch or something. But I just don't like. I'm pretty consistent, right? I put in my time, and so I'm a big believer. Is like, dude, find out what you want to do. Find out what it takes in time wise, and just be consistent, and you'll you'll do it, right? Because I really think this is really more mathematical than than luck, right? You get some bad hours i get some bad hours right but i don't have bad days yeah you just don't let I it don't. happen you commit to having great days every day yeah yeah it. you put in six hours and you're gonna have a good day a good day cool. right 
All right, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate like, dude, a lot, a lot of good nuggets, and it's so Thanks. fun to finally. I'm hoping it helps. I mean, I I want to come across, you know, helpful. Uh, I'm excited for the the con. Dude, the door knocking con. I'll be there, dude. I will definitely be there because, I mean, here's the thing. There's so much in here, and um, man, I got so many angles and stories and. Dude, it's that's... I mean, I, and I love talking about it you that's know what, what I mean? we want to do hours and hours like i should write a book really like i, I don't know <laughs> my friends you know they always pick my brains and i got so many good comebacks for sales and and hey. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly learning too that's kind of one thing i'm constantly we learning we're open to doing number two podcast maybe in a couple weeks or a month or so yeah. hey we got we I got mean, more of this this is the the whole point of this I mean, is to collaborate friends of mine in other industries call me yeah Okay, and they'll say, John, help me out. Like, I'll go on sales calls with them, and bam, dude, it's so fun. I'll, 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 have, I'll come up with something really cool to help them save a sale. Like, I don't know. I just really like sales, not just solar. I mean, I really love pests, and I, I miss pests, like, to death. Like, I would, I think about it all the time. I've never done alarms, except for three days. My buddy talked me into doing it for three days, and <laughs> I probably should have done it, man. I've always wanted to do alarms, but I just, hey. if it's not broke, you don't fix it, yeah, right? Yeah, you're so doing good. It really, Keep it up you know uh, a reason to go to alarms but i would like to try it um hey but we anyway we, we appreciate like honestly i think everybody that's listened to this and listened to the whole thing i think we've appreciated your time and honestly i appreciate yeah. i appreciate the relationship and i hope to continue to cultivate it um all right man so, appreciate it yeah so hashtag share this with your friends can't knock this um we're out appreciate it okay man peace out guys later we'll see ya.